Welcome to the Bring the Heat podcast. I'm, I'm Brian Sheely. <laughs> we are a little understaffed today as we have two podcast members and one unpaid intern here. Colby could not. Now, if you guys give us more of those unmonetized clicks like Ethan was talking about last podcast, we might we might make Max a, a paid intern. We might. As now we'll it's just, it. no. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Max. Um, but Colby is seriously not here, but it doesn't matter. The show must go on. All of those cliches. Um, today, we will be talking about the NFL's wildcard weekend that premieres as of the day we're recording this tomorrow. Um, so let's just start off in the order the games will be. Played and televised. So first up, 105 game, Bills, Colts. All right, Go. I'll start here. I've talked a lot about, uh, I think a, few, a few podcasts ago, about I don't really like the Bills that much, but I think here they're the clear favorites, and I can't see the, the Colts doing much. Uh, I, I don't I don't see them stopping the, off the Bills offense. I don't think Jonathan Allen can – sorry, sorry, Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to run – I mean – I think the Colts' biggest route to victory is Jonathan Taylor running through um, the Bills' defense, which is entirely possible. You know, it, it's a weak running defense, and a 200-yard game from, from Taylor could could propel them to victory. But I, I think the Bills are too high scoring for that Phil Rivers offense to really match it. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you on every point there. Um, Diggs and Allen have really been hooking up mm-hmm. these past few weeks. And when those two have a connection, the Bills look unbeatable. Uh, that's something that shows what a true number one can really do for a young quarterback. Uh, and I just don't think – the Colts are the jazz of the NFL. <laughs> hmm? uh, basically, if you didn't watch yesterday's podcast, the jazz are a team that I don't care about because they'll always be good. They'll never be great, and they'll never actually do anything. Um, yeah, but the, the, the Jazz never had Peyton Manning. Yeah. Yeah. The Jazz made the Colts. The Colts. I feel like they are like what? a quarterback away from one, Super Bowl. Only one, one. Hey, Max, can, can we really see the Colts? Like They went 11-5 and five this year, right? They were a really good team. Yeah. Can we actually see them doing anything in the playseason? In the playoffs, yeah. you mean? Oh, all right. Uh, nobody, I I actually do think they have the potential to beat the Bills. But it all depends on, I feel like, coaching. Because last, uh, last year, the Bills went up against the Texans. This is a much different Bills team. Back then, Josh Allen was a debatably above-average quarterback, like fringe mm-hmm. top sixteen. Now, for my money, he yeah, and I mean his accuracy is, is much improved. Whether that's Diggs or or his his own hard work, you know, this is a guy coming out that myself and a lot of other people were very down on. You know, he didn't have the the ability to read the field, didn't have the accuracy. Um. He he didn't put up the stats in the Mountain West that you would expect of an NFL quarterback, but in his in year three, he's come out and proved a lot of people wrong. 
Um, but for me, for me, even if the Colts manage to win this week, can I really see them doing anything after that? Well, no, because then they'll play the. Right. Colts. And then I mean the Chiefs. And even if even if somehow they beat they beat the Chiefs, I don't I don't see them. I don't, I don't see them ever like. I don't see any possible route for them to make the Super Bowl or win it. If the Colts make the, if the Colts win the Super Bowl, I'll still say that they did nothing because they probably did exactly, in an right. incredibly boring way. Yes, they did it through. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think it's a pretty simple one for me. I have the Bills. Um, I think Taylor has just an amazing game. This is a. I have the uh, give me the Bills. I have the Bills, and I have them as the division winner for them. I feel like the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. I'm not opposed to that, but we'll, we'll, we'll get that. I'm, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, now part of me wants to pick against the Bills. Right, now pick against the Bills. <laughs> nah, nah. Right. Dude, I can't root for the NFL yeah. Jazz. It's just Un- not possible. Right. Oh. I'm, I'm not calling the Colts Wait, anymore. Brian, do you know, like, you <laughs> not the Colts anymore. The jazz. I don't, I don't mind that. Too. I don't, yeah, I don't care really care. Jazz. So. All right. All right. No, I think like, like they're more the modern day Mavericks. The Mavericks aren't like gonna be in that. Because the modern... What? No, the Mavericks are exciting. They're fun to watch. And the Mavericks. I mean, besides, oh yeah, besides Dirk, like Dirk is there only. No, I'm talking about as teams are constructed right now. I'm not talking about his the story. Ma- stuff. All right, the Mavs. I feel like Mavs are the more mediocre team because they really don't have any other pieces besides. Uh, Luke. No, but I'm talking about yeah. the they're fun style to watch. And how much Jazz or not. Oh. Neither of the Colts. The Mavericks are fun. Yeah. Like, you don't turn the I Jazz and go, wow, the Jazz, I'm so excited, you know? True. And if you do, you're lying, or you were, you, you've only watched six Jazz games in your life, and that was <laughs> exactly. last year's play. All right. It, it's one of two things. Even jazz fans aren't excited to watch the yeah. jazz. All right. Ready to go on? Uh, but stop talking about the jazz. Yeah. Football today. Right. Uh, um, Seahawks. What? Are you good? What? Seahawks. On, on the Seahawks Rams. On the Seahawks Rams. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um, okay. I am not high on either of those teams. If you asked me this three weeks ago, I would have told you this is a Super Bowl matchup. Asking this now, Wait, a super, this is the joke. It can't, it can't be a Super Bowl matchup, Ethan. I get what you're talent saying. Talent-wise, man. Talent-wise. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not torn on either team. I feel like Jerry Goff's mediocre, like, is holding the Rams back. And I feel like the Seahawks, Russ is not good the second half of the season every year. Both of these teams just their opponents these last few weeks, you know, impressive since his very hot start. And I have serious questions about the Ram the Rams offense. Um, so I, 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 I'm not sure who's going to win it, yep. but I'm not ex- as excited as, as I would have been like three weeks ago. Agreed. I mean, this is, this is one of those games where it's like, well, what Seahawks are we going to get? What Rams are we going to get? This game could be a blowout either way. It could be a close game that comes down to the wire. Yeah, there's I been a lot like of, of uh, inconsistency about, like, from these teams this year. 
exactly. And it makes this game actually really yeah, hard. I mean, to if play. I had to choose, I would probably go with the Seahawks here just on a prior matchup and my very strong the Rams offense as well as the improving Seahawks defense. But it's really a toss up for me. Yeah. I'll go with the dog. I'll take the Rams. I I love the Rams defense. Jalen Ramsey destroyed DK Metcalf where they play. I mean um I I agree with you, Brian. Like the fact is DK Metcalf is basically invisible when Jalen Ramsey's right yep. behind him so Russ is have to make weapons out of like David Moore and Tyler Lockett, who I don't really know has been that good this season besides his one blow up game. So I think I'm gonna take the Rams too and just hope Jared Goff is like somewhat yeah, I, doesn't I think, throw two picks. Yeah, I, I, I think the Rams path to victory is to like, pass them all on offense and have a you know multiple t- turnover type kind of game on defense. All right, that's the only here for me. The ready, I feel like the Rams, they're the I feel like whoever's gonna win this game is gonna have the team with the less yeah, turnovers I, I, I is going to win this game. The turnover yes. to turnover force. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey has really been good. really good this year. Every year, by the way. Just, like, quiet, too. He's been quietly good this year. No, like, I feel like all corners... You don't see talk about Luke, all corners are quietly good because they, they just don't get the ball thrown to them. No, I think Brian, like, off the field. End of talk. Yeah. Except... except yeah. Uh, I mean, like, off the field, Jalen Ramsey's not getting... Oh uh, yeah, yeah, true. The only I feel like Jared and Xavier Howard are like getting more of the uh media attention. Jared's getting a lot of media attention because he plays for the Packers. Yeah, and Jared. Well, I and think that's Howard because he has because he had like ten picks this season. Ten picks. I mean, I think uh, Jared uh, has has been deserved. He's he's been very good this year. Yeah. Oh, he's been incredibly good, but like, yeah, no other corner gets attention. A lot of times, the media makes it seem like Jair is worlds above every other corner, where that's just not true. I feel like there's only yeah, that's the nice. three best corners that's... is the biggest. Yeah. Absolutely incredible this year. There's no denying that. Who, Jair? Let's not devalue Jay here. He's been absolutely incredible this season. Just sometimes, sometimes it takes away from other cornerbacks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying. Yeah, that's the point I'm trying to get. At. It's a good way of phrasing that. So I think Max yes. and I went uh, And one more thing to throw in here, by the way, uh, we had a rule we have to pick one game against the spread. Why well, isn't would that, you are, tell are, are them that? that? Isn't that Ethan? <laughs> We weren't oh. supposed to tell them that. That's the only. That's oh, one of the really? Reasons I picked the Rams. My bad. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> Just <laughs> ignore that part of the podcast. Call me Titan Oops. My bad. You are. All right. On to the Washington. <laughs> on to the Washington Tampa game. For the record, next week that definitely yeah, not won't happening be true. at all. Wink, wink. All right. <laughs> Tampa versus Washington. No, nope. my bad. Guess. All right, all right. I'm going. Ethan, I'm. Yeah. His team. He gets to speak. So this is hard mm. for me to say, but this is an awful matchup for the Washington football team. Um, 
I don't see us winning this game in any in any universe, to be honest with you. Um, and I'll explain why here for just shortly, just, just, just for a little bit. So defensively, I think our best bet is just get after Tom Brady. We've seen in the past that if you can hit Tom Brady early in the game, you can sometimes kind of for, you, you know you, you can get him out of games. So if we can do that and slow down that offense a lot, we have a shot. But my biggest concerns are our offense and big plays. Obviously, with a, with a team like the Buccaneers, you can't give them opportunities for Chris, Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. I'm not sure if Evans is playing. I don't believe he is. Okay. I'm not entirely sure. Um, so, you know, even if he isn't... Yeah, yeah. Let me Google that real quick. Yeah. Even if he isn't, you know, that's still a lot of big threat, big play threat there from the Buccaneers. And we've given up a quite a bit, quite a few big plays to opponents this season. Um, so I'm concerned about that. Offensively, for us, our, our offense revolves around two things. So it's five yard checkdowns and it's one place. Um, when Alex Alex Smith started like started his first games, you know he was throwing 300, 400 yards a game, but we we weren't winning. And Ron Rivera realized that our path to victory is 200 yards in the air, 100 yards on the ground, right? So that's what we've done. Um, but the Buccaneers have a really strong run defense. They have two really quick outside linebackers who, who, are, who are going to disrupt our short passing game and our run game. I don't have confidence in Alex Smith being able to get the ball beyond 10, 10 yards, being able to, to get after that secondary without a run game working and without those short passes working. Uh, McLaurin is still nursing this high ankle sprain that he's been dealing with for the last like, four weeks. So I, I'm really concerned about our offense against the Bucks, And so for that, I have to pick the Buccaneers. All right. I have two things yeah. um, for you, Ethan. Uh, one, Evans is okay. a game-time decision. Mike Evans. Um, oh, Mike Evans. Two, Mike And um, two, what the heck was that, Ethan? That was way too much real analysis. We don't do that here. We make impulse decisions I and guess. then make I'm up I'm going to do reasons. exactly what we're to do. We, we, I'm going to pick the Washington re- football team. Psych. No, I'm picking, I'm picking the Buccaneers. Uh, I feel uh, like Antonio Brown kind of, like, unlocked Tom Brady and his offense. Like, Antonio Brown, props to him. He's been, like, I haven't seen any issues, like, team team locker room and chemistry-wise. I feel like he's been doing a very good job, like, not getting in trouble. And yeah. I feel like he's been very productive as of recently. Like last two, two, three weeks. Random Washington thought. This is for Ethan, obviously, as the reigning Washington football fan. Uh, do you want to see them go QB in this draft? Because mm. you have a really nice young core in McLaurin and Gibson. Yeah. Like, offensively, I'm Perfectly talking about. My like, choice would be Mac back. Jones somewhere in the late teens, hopefully. Um, let him see. hopefully Alex Smith stays on for another year and he starts. And I think Mac Jones can fit that Alex Smith archetype and do a little better as, as a younger player, you know. Um, so I think probably my, 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 my choice would be Mac Jones somewhere in, late, in the later first round. Um, and have him learn behind Alex Smith for a year. We saw what what, what that did to uh, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, I don't expect that much, but you know, um, I think that's probably our best pick there. Be Mac- 
Ethan, Ethan, as a non-Redskins yeah. fan, um, or on a football team, I mean, uh-huh. I feel like you should either you should draft a very low because your team is like a quarterback away, quarterback and maybe like some pieces from actually being a contender. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. so that's why I think you should make a your team should make a bold move and trade up to get Zach Wilson. I don't want Zach Wilson. I, I forget my. Why? I, 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 not worth it. Why? I don't think there's an appreciable difference between the two, especially after you after you give him a year under Alex Smith. I'm much more concerned about getting a guy who's seen you know, high level defenses, and who you know we we don't have to give it too much assets to get, and who because I think the biggest thing for quarterbacks coming out of the kind of college is how much time you give them to adjust, right? But the thing is, you let a guy yeah. like Mac Jones sit for a year. I think he'll he'll succeed in the NFL. I don't. My one worry about Mac Jones, um, is that he will he's never been put in the in the type of situation like he will be put mm-hmm. into in Washington. Think about it. He said Alabama always has a great old line. It just happens. They had uh, the Heisman winner at wide receiver this year. And they had another really good wide receiver in Waddle. Um, so I have my worries about Mac Jones. How much was him? How much was the supporting cast around him? I mean, he was still a talented quarterback. Nonetheless, made you know accurate throws, and that's my, that's my biggest concern: is can they make accurate throws and can keep, keep the offense moving? Um, Washington's O line isn't terrible; it's actually you know decent. We had uh, Brandon Sheriff just being named to, to the to the All Pro team at, at guard. Um, yeah. So, I'm I'm not too worried to be honest with you. Um, I do want to see a second receiver, whether that's Cam Sims or it's guy in the draft. But I I'm fairly excited to see what offense can do under a quarterback like that. I also wouldn't mind Kyle Trask. Um, I think he's kind of a similar player. He has that you know accuracy, but he doesn't doesn't quite have the uh, arm strength for most teams. But I don't think in our offense that that's, that's super necessary. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about all those quarterbacks. Being honest, I oh, feel like just look- Ethan mentioned all pros, so now I'm looking at them. Um, sorry, Max, I cut you off. But if you were curious about who's winning the MVP and you think it's still debate, hey, Rogers made the, first. Forty-six pro, votes, so two it. for Allen and two for Mahomes. It's not even close. Yo, guys, come on. It's, it's, no, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's close. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, Max. I cut you off. Go ahead. I'm not sold on any quarterback besides Zach Wilson and Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. I just think, like, Kyle Trask, he had talent around him. He had Kyle Pitts, arguably top three talent in the draft. And then Mac Jones had, like, basically all the receivers in the world. So I'm not, like, sold. I, 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 I don't like, agree. Like, but what do you get uh, Zach Wilson? I don't think he's that good of a quarterback, frankly. Uh-huh. I feel like this is going to be a Justin Herbert take 2.0. The difference is Herbert played – I mean, Herbert was a four-year starter at a Pac-12 school that played serious competition all four years. And not to mention, Herbert, Herbert, Herbert was a better trade-up thrower than Wilson is. I, I don't – I mean, he's had a great season, no doubt. He he can be a solid, a great, a great um, pro quarterback, but I I prefer Mac Jones or Kyle Trask. 
Yeah. Zach Wait, were we talking about Zach Wilson, Wilson. or Kyle Trask? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you said Trask at the end. I got confused. Okay. Um, I, I choose Bucks. Um, I know that everybody is throwing around the two stats of uh, no no team entering the postseason with a losing record has lost their wild card game before. And uh, it's all Alex sample Smith size. is five and one with the sample size. And for the for the losing record thing, one in previous years, home field advantage mattered yeah. a lot more than it does now. Yeah, that's just true. And two, it's two games. Like Ethan said, sample size, that's just it's probability. It there's not that yeah. small of a chance of that happening. Um now moving on to the Sunday games. The one o'clock game is Ravens Titans rematch of last year. Um Ravens are favored in this game, really? if you're curious. Yeah, and yeah, they are. Which I get, but I mean yeah, the Ravens have played great yeah. recently. But they haven't played anyone. You know, I'm actually really high on the Ravens this season. They've actually been very, very good. They might legitimately be the best team in the in the AFC uh, North. That's North. That's the right thing, right? North? Yeah. North. Yeah. Yeah. We look at their, their record, their schedule for a second here. They crushed the Browns in week one. They... They crushed the Texans, lost to the Chiefs, breezed by the Washington, crushed the Bengals, beat Philly, lost by four to a prime Steelers team, beat Indianapolis, lost by lost by six points to New England in New England, lost in overtime to Tennessee, lost without like any of their starters to Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh by five, handled Dallas, beat Cleveland in that beautiful game. Um, Dominated Jacksonville, soundly beat the Giants, and then crushed Cincinnati. So their only losses have come to good teams by very small margins. You know, <laughs> I mean, you could also case that they never won That's against the good true. team. Beat- I mean, besides the the Browns game beat- was their well, only very very good one. Yeah, they won week oh. one. Both Browns games and the Colts that. game. I mean, that's they beat the Colts. So mm. I don't think my worry that yeah, the I mean, you might be right with them, but we'll see. They've certainly been competitive. It's certainly been competitive in, in, in every game so far this season. Nice one, right? Yeah, they definitely have. But I'm so, starting to get the feeling that um, I was very, very wrong about Eric Henry. Um, and I think ultimately this game comes down more to can the Ravens defense stop Derrick Henry? See, what's that? What were you, Ethan? You've seen that you can engineer defenses to slow him down, especially top teams can. Like, look at the Packers game, he ended up with some decent stats at the end of that yeah, game. Yeah, and I think that's the issue with, with run games in general. They don't bring you down from deficits. If you can get up, get fast, the Titans, are, they're dead. That's another thing. Just... Uh, the Ravens are actually much better at... Yes, they have no... Than people, than people like, lead you to believe. 
they're in the top five in 20 yard mm-hmm. plays, I believe, this season. So, I think there's a situation where that does happen. I don't think. 20 what? Yard... How many of those came in the last three weeks? Um, I'm curious. I, I, I can look for you. Like, I'm legitimately but... curious how many of those came in the last. Yeah. Please do. Because I do want to know how, like, they do have, they have had a good offense this year, but how much of that has been against the yeah. Bengals, the Jags, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the early football team, the Texans? I mean, I really think, don't think we could fuck. The AFC North. Really easy schedule. Uh, this I mean, year. I'm starting to at, realize what look, they have look, three, ten look at the Ravens. Though. I mean, they they had to they had to fight. Um, pardon. They they had to, they, they faced Kansas City. Um, I mean, look. Yeah, they faced that Houston. They didn't before it was broken. Tier teams, actually. You know, I think they, I think you know to somewhat to some extent it was it was Hopkins, but also to start their season that difficult to schedule for the Texans. I think that kind of broke the morale to a certain to a certain degree. Um, but look, I mean, Browns, Texans, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Like those are, I mean, and, and the Browns again. Like that, that's not an easy schedule. Yeah, yeah, that, that's more accurate. Yeah, yeah, they just didn't face many mid-tier teams. They they face bad teams yeah. and good teams, not in the middle. So, I'm honestly leaning Titans I mean, for this, but I don't know. I I like Derrick Henry, but I see the Ravens winning. So I'm going Ravens. Um, I think I'm gonna go Ravens too. I think that the Ravens. I will think learn here I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll take the Titans. You know, I I don't. You know, in the same way, I'm not sure about Derrick Henry in the playoffs. Not that that by ability, I'm also not sure about the Ravens' offense in the playoffs. No, it's, it's, it's a similar concept, right? Whoever scores first it's wins. More, it's obviously more versatile, but I think the Titans have, yeah. have a better traditional pass game. Um, I love the Titans here, but I think it'll be close. And if this score ends up forty to fourteen, it might still it's still been a close game because. It's just, it's just, I think it'll come down to which team can get out uh, ahead early, right? No, I think that's the dumbest statement I ever well, heard in my right. life. I don't it know if forty to game, fourteen, but I mean, it's a game that, that could have gone the way <laughs> because that situation could could have easily been reversed. The one advantage that I think the Ravens have over the Titans, and you actually made this point, Ethan is that their offense is more explosive and right. able to point up, put up more points quicker than the Titans. Mm. Even though it might very come back from an even playing sport, I think that the Ravens can put up points much faster than the Titans can. And we've gone over in like two of the past four podcasts that the Titans can't come no, back there. I, I, disagree. I feel like A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, occasional Derrick Henry run, could get could drive faster down than Lamar's like and Mark and like I feel like Raven get big plays or no plays. Like all their players are like big play people. Like Marquise Brown. You know what I'm talking about? I can't about? hear you, so I'm not sure. 
I did not. It was very glitchy. I was going to ask, Ethan, did you get any I, of that? There were I several. Read, I feel like AJ Brown and Corey Davis could drive down the field very quick. Faster than the Ravens, like terrible receivers. They can. I don't think they've shown. I don't think they've shown the ability to explode I think as much as they had a lot of two-minute drills. Like, well, I think they're, they're off. The Titans their offense just isn't designed for it, right? You have a, Ryan Tannehill, who's, who's a conservative thrower, and you have Derek Peace in the offense. He's a running back, right? A traditional, give him the ball and let him run running back. And so you have that as a team mm-hmm. that's built to to to, to go on an eight, to eight, on, on an eight minute drive. That's not a team that's built that's built to come back you know, mm-hmm. with a, with a minute in the game. Yeah, they were. They will be down three scores, and this isn't an, ex- an exaggeration, yeah. by the way. And they will still. It's run why the ball. Derrick Henry had twenty three rushes in the Five Packers game. Twenty three, and a game they lost forty to fourteen. They don't look yeah, at the I mean, time left. And I guess events. to a certain degree, I understand that because you, you want to stick to what works for you. But there are situations where their offense just does not work. And if the Ravens can, you know, run their yes. run their many different variations of their essentially like one play they have that's like the, the read option kind of play, um, and they can get out to a strong start and fool that Titans defense. I see a situation where the Ravens blow them out, but I also see a situation where the Ravens get stuck in a battle and Derek Henry prevails. So I hear I'll take the Titans, but it's gonna be close. I think that if it's a close game, yeah, I agree. It goes to the Titans, and if it's a blowout, it goes to the Ravens. Basically, the Ravens have to go up big so that they take Derrick Henry, not take him out of the game because the Titans right. will still use him, but make him inherently less effective. Diminishes value, just because of this yeah. game situation. All right. So now we can move on. There we to go. The next game. The yes. Uh, that would be Bear Saints. I don't. Okay. Hey, right now you talk. I'm going Bears. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were, Go for I it. I think they were both going Go. to say something and then heard what I said. So, uh, I can't. And you trust can trust me anymore. Trubisky. I can't. The past few weeks, yeah, I trust Tr- Mitchell Trubisky more than Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky can throw an accurate pass more than 10 but yards. But they don't. I feel like Alvin Kamara single-handedly could beat the team. The Bears. Ken, yes. But, okay, let's talk about that Alvin Kamara game where he had six touchdowns against the Vikings. They had six touchdowns, and for the majority mm-hmm. of the game, the Vikings kept it close. This Saints defense has been legitimately mediocre to bad after that Eagles recently. Game. Exactly. They just Exactly what I said. Um they were good against the Panthers, but the Panthers had nothing to play for. They were bad against the Vikings. 
like they might have put up 52 points as an offense, but giving up 30 points as a defense is bad. You can't expect to win games giving up 30. They were bad against the Chiefs. They were their run defense was terrible against the Eagles. So three of the past four weeks, they've had a bad well, defense. Like... And like, I can't trust Drew Brees anymore. He just hasn't shown me the level of arm strength. We saw it in last year's playoffs. We've seen it this year. Honestly, the the biggest asset that Brees is bringing to the – Brees is bringing two very big assets to the Saints right now. His accuracy, which is still otherworldly within 15 yards. And the fact that he's retired no, in leadership. season to give them a boost. Wait, but also, uh, how, Brian, how can you not – Brian. I mean, Brian, I just see – look. Uh, I don't I don't like, I don't like your opinion. I, no, but like, look, look. If you – he put up uh, 33 points against the Panthers. And I mean, the Panthers had to be trying. They're, like – the players don't go out there and don't say, "Oh, I, I, I want to lose this game." No, they were trying, and like some, he was making use of his weapons. They might not be, lose, oh, yeah. but they I mean, also might not be trying. Their I feel like the players are trying. I, I'm a max here, guys. I mean, look, I mean, last week against the Panthers, right? Drew Brees and that Saints offense put up 33 points without Alvin Kamara against what is a fairly good Panthers defense. You know, not not. Certainly, at least average or above average, mm-hmm. right? The week before that, 52 against the Vikings. The week before that, 29. Now, none of those are amazing defenses, but they're all, I mean, 29, 52, 33 are all very high point totals. Right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. this is not a sluggish offense by any means. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I have I... concerns about yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. He's been good, right? He has been very, very good. I'm not going to doubt that. But I'm concerned how long that lasts. Because we've seen him be very, very bad. Right? And if that happens to come to a head this week, I would not be shocked at all. I also don't think that Dave Montgomery is a very very good running back. You know, he's been productive this season, but he doesn't have much going for him talent-wise, in my eyes. He had... had no, he had good. He had good matchups. That's what carried him. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but like, he had pretty good. He matchups. isn't nearly as explosive or elusive as as you want out of as out of a guy you're using like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm just not sure the Bears have have enough offense or enough defense to. I mean, they get like his three best rushing games were the Texans, Vikings, and Jaguars, and those are all mm-hmm. terrible defenses. Now let's also point something out here. So, um, I believe that Kamara is going to play. Uh, yeah. It's not clear now, but Kamara's. I think he let said me, he's, he's probably actually, going to play. That real quick. Wait, he, he's on track. Uh, will okay. So that's gonna help a lot. Uh, according to CBS Sports, as well. he will play. Does that give Drew Brees yet another target out of the backfield? In short, in short yard situations, that's a huge gain to the Saints offense. Right. So, I think here I can't, in good conscience, pick, pick, any, pick anyone but but the Saints here. 
even if the Saints win, and I still think the Bears are going to, it's going yeah, to be closer. I think 10 points is – I think this Vegas being wins. the biggest margin is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Well, they played earlier this year. The Saints yeah, won by three. They keep operating at full efficiency. Right. That was Drew Brees before getting injured, and he hasn't looked nearly as good after, after that. So, oh. I, yeah. I mean, I think the Saints, but I think we this would be a bigger margin than Washington Buccaneers. Um, is kind of ridiculous. Or even, well, that yeah. Matter. But yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, finally, we have. What do you guys think about this one? Start with you, Max. I feel like I would. All right. I want to pick the Browns. I feel like it's definitely going to be a close game. But I don't see, like, after all, like, the dysfunctional, like, the past few weeks in the Browns organization, I don't see them able to win a playoff game. And they have less experience than the Steelers. So I want to – I think it's going to be, like, a two-score game. And the Steelers are going to be on top. Yeah, I think the Browns are kind of an organization in chaos right now by no fault of their own, right? Um, but the fact is, uh, Kevin Stefanski is out. Yes. Coronavirus. The fact is, this team has, has been attacked. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's been hit hard by coronavirus. Um, I'm not sure it has the chemistry right now in the playoffs or the experience, like Max said. I'm higher on the Steelers than most. I think they've gotten their mojo back these last two weeks. I don't see a situation where the Browns can beat the Steelers. It's entirely possible, but I just don't see it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm thinking Steelers here. Um, the Browns are still missing players from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Batonio is still out, and he's the big one. Because not only is he a leader for that team, but he's also a very good alignment. Um, they're also missing just some players that aren't huge. But like you guys said, the yeah, turmoil. yeah, just the turmoil, I guess, that the organization has gone through is going to put them at such a large disadvantage. Yeah. And to Max's point, they're going up against a franchise and a quarterback and a coach with so much playoff experience and playoff. You know, they've been through a lot of wars. So I feel like you have to go on the side of the experienced yeah. team. For this. I, I'm curious. So, I'm going are the Browns well. a contender next year? But we all. Huh? Yeah, I, I can't hear you at all. Nick, I, at least for oh, you, Max, you're right. cutting in and out again. Oh, all right. So I was going to say, are we? is anyone done? Oh, wait, no, I want to say one thing. I do not think the Steelers are going to go past this week. Like, they're going to win this week and then get crushed by a good team. I just don't think they're competent. Who are they? I mean, what are the available options for them uh, to play? The best case scenario for I'm them, like, pretty sure is the best with this top is Colts. Colts or Ravens. Colts or Ravens. Yeah, Colts or Ravens. 
I don't see them beating Bills or Chiefs. Maybe Bills, definitely not Chiefs. I'm, I'm actually um, – Other way around. I think they, they have better shot at being the Chiefs than the uh, Bills. But anyway, no. Either way, I, I think they're pretty, heavy, they're pretty heavy underdogs against both of them. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, so that is sure. can I say one thing? matchup. So unless anybody, I, say, I, I, I want to say how stupid the Pro Bowl is, real quick. Because missed yeah. the Pro Bowl, but then made All Pro. Oh my god! <laughs> I just think they should restructure. What should they do? Do you even like proposal or just that's just that? No, it's just it's just a little stupid thing. Yeah, I mean, I I think generally these these end of a war these end of the year like award things never are, are never very accurate. Um, they sh- it should not yeah. be as widely used as they are <laughs> yeah. in um like Hall of Fame candidacy evaluating players after their careers over. I think the issue is. People don't want to have to look through every season. It's hard to it's hard to give an argument where you're going, okay, in, in 2007 he did this, right? It's much easier to say he had 14. Like Jerry, right? Yeah. Like we're praising Jerry Alexander for his amazing season. And he didn't even make All Pro. Like it's like then he's not going to get as much recognition. Yeah. Like now. Yeah, I mean, like, look, keep in mind. I yeah. Uh, sorry, go on. I just think stats are a better way of judging players than, like, oh, this guy made Pro Bowl. Like, literally, Miles Sanders made a Pro Bowl because of Madden, like the Madden challenge, and it still counts as a Pro Bowl. It's, like, it's just ridiculous. It does. Will it that does. count as a Pro Bowl for his, um... Yup. That counts yes. in his, like, yep. career accolades? Wait. Yes. Are you serious? No, it doesn't. So we're not hiding anymore. The it doesn't matter. The All Star game and the other, but um, the other All Star game just don't matter. Yeah, I, yeah. I've like, known that look, for a while. The I issue, wish people the only way to actually evaluate how good a player was is to look at advanced stats, is to look by season by season, right? Is to understand how his career actually went. It's impossible to present an argument using yeah. that without you know giving a twenty minute video. A better way of doing of doing it is just to look at how many but how many quality years did they have? even that kind of belies the actual truth. How what if you're comparing, for example, they... Nolan Ryan to, to Peter Martinez, right? You know, I would argue Peter Martinez is is a significantly better pitcher, but Nolan Ryan is going to have more quality years because he played 27 seasons, but Martinez had a much mm-hmm. much stronger peak. But you're arguing that Pedro Martinez had. Well, at that point, you're just getting into what are your priorities in determining how good a player is. Do you value yeah. something like longevity, right, I, or do I think, you value peak? Yeah, I think yeah, but I, I think the reason Pro Bowls are thrown in just, are thrown in there is because one, they're objective, right? You can't say, "Oh, I, I disagree with that," right? Because obviously, it's just, it, 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 I, I mean, did you have right? It's a stat, but, um. It's easy to use. If you're debating yeah. someone, you know, in person, if you're, if you're talking to someone 
you know, one of your friends about who's better, Jerry Rice or Randy Moss. She's, she's a recent example. Um, yeah, you, you use Pro Bowls, Bowls, right? You use Pro Bowls, you use career staff because you can't right. quickly summarize why Jerry Rice is better or why Randy Moss is better using anything else. And the fact that a metric like that that's so widely Agreed. used in determining how good a player was so flawed is a little sad. Yes, I just want to point out that Jerry has seven more Pro Bowls than Randy Moss real quick. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Uh, so right. in some cases, they are accurate. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> um, so is that yep. everything we have to say? Any closing comments from you? Obi, hit him with the schedule. All right. Um, this is Bring the Heat Podcast signing off.